Okay, so first I wanted to say it's an honor to be up here. I'm so thankful, and I just want to take a moment and thank God for his grace, and also thank you to those that are here supporting me this evening. Um, a disclosure I want to make is I'm going to be really open and vulnerable right away, because doing that I get a lot of freedom um, and gain more, and I'm hoping to encourage someone else with my story. Um, it feels really surreal to be standing here because a year ago, specifically this weekend, my whole world in a three-day period fell apart. To paint a picture of that season, I was in a place where I thought that everything was thriving. I thought life couldn't get better than this. Every aspect of my life was what seemed to be perfect. I was in a place where I even said that nothing could touch me. I was somewhere where I was invested, I felt fully known, had given my time, blood, sweat, and tears. I was still growing, but I felt solid and firm where I was. But nothing that meets the eye is perfect. I discovered that over those years that I was living voiceless and powerless. Anytime I wanted to step into growing and chasing the call I knew was on my life, I was always shut down <laughs> and reprimanded for it. Even though I was only doing what I felt like was on my heart. Questions like, who do you think you are? I was told that I wasn't good enough and that I didn't have any authority to speak. Every time that I tried to use my voice, I was harshly ridiculed. Whether it was counseling or a program, I was told that I needed to grow enough and be enough before I could ever be anything. It was shortly after that that I felt God releasing me from living in this place of being powerless. I heard God say to me, you gave it your all, daughter, but you are free to go. But this meant I would have to leave everything that was familiar to me and start over at ground zero. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know who to talk to. I just knew that it was time to move on. That same week of my 20th birthday, all of my other close relationships fell apart. Friends, mentorships. I was on the receiving end of getting hurt and put my heart in a very morning, dark place. I felt totally alone and more voiceless than before. I had asked myself and God countless times in that season why this was happening after I was obedient. <laughs> in that short month, I didn't realize what happened to me or I just didn't want to think about it. I felt like I was in the emergency room in the trauma center, <laughs> not knowing my injuries, but knowing I had been severely damaged. My heart felt heavy and I felt as if I was laid out on a table not knowing what was happening. Over the course of that month, I decided I didn't want to feel or deal with the pain in my heart. I had obeyed God, and it got worse after I did that. I immersed myself in working three jobs and going to school full-time, thinking that if I stayed busy, I wouldn't have to feel my pain. I still loved God, and I honored him, but I was just floating, felt like I was on open water and totally alone. I said to God, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to choose you anyway. You're going to be glorified through this. 
And so I came across this revelation in Psalms over the last month where David, he's pleading with God and asking him the reasons for this pain that speaks perfectly to my heart in that season. It's in Psalms 36 through 10. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you favored me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I cried for mercy. What is gained if I am silenced? If I go down into the pit, will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness, Lord? Hear me and be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. I decided to try just one more time. I knew that I needed healing, and so I enrolled myself in Christian counseling. This was pivotal, and it was hard for me to do because I was told that if you go to counseling, there's something wrong with you. (laughs) I had to shift my whole paradigm because that's a lie from hell. I got the healing that I needed, and God met me there. He met me in my pain and began to do some major heart surgery. I will never forget this moment. I had to brave as I drove to a church that I would frequently visit from time to time. I walked in, I was so nervous, I was hanging my head down, and I immediately bumped into this woman. She introduced herself to me. I don't even think she realizes or realizes to this day the significance of that moment. She looked me in the eyes and she said, would you like to sit with me today? I felt the Holy Spirit come over me. I could feel my heart was starting to unravel some really tight knots. That moment ministered to me more in that 60-second question in all those five years of getting help or fixing myself to be enough. Week after week, I sat with her, establishing a very sweet relationship. I would go to her house and have a cup of coffee at her kitchen table, and I told her my story. I was scared to let people in again, but I knew God was in this because he was at the table too. In those morning coffee talks, I began to realize that I bought the lie that I wasn't good enough and I'd agreed with what people have spoken over me. The most destructive thing I ever did was believe people's opinion of me. She would speak to the lies and combined with the journey I was heal- of healing I was already on, God began to show me who I really was. A royal priesthood, a daughter, fearfully and wonderfully made, chosen from my mother's womb, child of the Most High. I was good enough. I was not disqualified. I was born to be powerful and God had a plan for me before anybody else had an opinion. I can stand here to say, I can stand here today and say that your greatest rejection holds your biggest setup. The greatest thing that has ever happened to me was being told that I wasn't ministry material because it led to the healing I was always meant to have, the people I was meant to run with and to get come closer to the God who knows everything about me. Death couldn't defeat him and the grave couldn't stop him. He took what was dead and he made me alive. I'm in a season where I'm resurrecting with him. I can declare his victory in my life, fully surrounded by people who love, support, and build me up, encouraging to be all God has called me to be. I'm in a healthy community full of grace and God has restored everything that was taken from me. He took me from the pit of pain and he put me into a family of hope. Thank you.